2: Locked on sports
3: today.
1: Paulo Bangaro just got
3: here, and the Magic are already impressed. Will the Open Championship provide a Hollywood story across the pond? Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving returning to the Nets feels like a bad idea. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major
2: sports. Found Let's start with the biggest story.
3: After Chet Holmgren got off to a blazing start in the Utah Summer League, there might have been some Magic fans going, "Uh uh-oh. And then Paolo Bancaro showed up in Summer League and did a thing. And it was great, by the way. Uh, Two games in, the Magic were like, We've seen enough. Thank you very much, Paolo Banquero. You can go get some rest before the NBA season starts. Joining me now from Locked On Magic, uh, Philip Rossman Reich. And, and Philip, this was a player who every every podcast I listened to, every NBA writer I, I saw a tweet and talk about this, we're like, oh my God, Paolo Banquero is huge. His play on the court was outstanding. Why did the magic say, okay, two games, that's enough for us. I mean, uh, honestly,
4: like I was watching the first game and then after two quarters, I was like, okay, that, that, that's, that's enough. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, like, look, everyone's trying to get different things out of summer league. And, and so it's, it's really hard to make comparisons. You know, I've had people come at me like, why has Chet Holmgren played five games and Powell's only playing two? What does that say about Powell? It, it says nothing. This is summer league. Everyone's doing their own thing. And, and I think what the Orlando Magic were trying to do is they wanted just to, to, just to get Paolo kind of back on the court, kind of see what he see what he looked like and, 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 and have him play a little bit. It was his first time playing since the NCAA tournament back in April. Um, they brought a roster with them that didn't have a lot of main roster guys. R.J. Hampton, Admiral Schofield, Devin Kennedy were the only three other roster guys. Their second-year players, Franz Wagner, didn't play. That was a choice by the team. Uh, Jalen Suggs didn't play. He's recovering from an injury. So it was really just Paolo out there. And... What I think was just very clear from watching the Magic play against the Rockets and, and against the Kings was Paolo Banquero was the best player on the floor. The Rockets were sending double, triple teams at him. The Kings were sending double teams at him. They made their comeback simply because they kept the ball out of Paolo's hands. Um, it, he was, there was just very little more that he had to prove and little more that he was going to be able to show in these games. And yes, Orlando does not have a great recent history with injuries, so... They're playing it very, very safe and, and saying, you know what, let's wrap him in bubble wrap. He'll play the crossover in Seattle and then get ready for training camp.
3: How much of this do you think was, okay, he doesn't have his other guys? Because you look at someone like Chet Holmgren, Poku's out there, Josh Giddy is out there. He's playing with guys that he's going to play with this season. Paulo Mancarro was not doing that.
4: Yeah. And, and like I said, I think that's a big reason why Chet is playing a little bit more. He's playing with Josh Giddy, and they're really trying to kind of foster that playing relationship. Uh, as much as they can to get themselves ready for for the regular season. You know, it's not that that necessarily Paolo was not playing a role that he's going to play. I think the Magic were really working to get him shots in areas that he wants to get shots. They were running pick and rolls, playing the switch, pinning him down on the block. They, they were, I think, experimenting a little bit with Paolo... Playing a little bit of center, playing a little bit of point guard, you know, really kind of directing traffic and, and being a playmaker and really trying to explore just how good of a passer he was. And again, I think that's one of the reasons he's not playing anymore, is he like passed that test with flying colors. They didn't need to see anything more from him as a playmaker. If anything, asking him to try and force more offense, face more double and triple teams is only going to tire him out more, make him more susceptible to injury. So again, it's it's all about what you're trying to accomplish. The magic, you know, the magic kind of said our goal was to just get him out there, kind of see what he could do. Paolo even said afterwards that you know his goal was to get himself kind of into playing shape, uh, try out a few different things. But they they were trying to kind of integrate him into a system. They weren't trying to integrate him with new with players. That's going to come in training camp when he's playing with Marco Fultz, Wendell Carter, Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs, Jonathan Isaac, uh, all the guys on this on this roster.
3: Philip will be all over the Magic's number one overall pick. You can find Locked On Magic everywhere you get podcasts, including on the Odyssey app. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up with the live cloud looming large, all eyes are on St. Andrews, right where golf wants them.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, season. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given the Coconut Brownie Chunk the puff treatment. That's right. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor that you love, and by the way, and I love, is getting a version with marshmallow, chewy, wonderful, glorious, collagen, protein, marshmallow covered in 100% chocolate. Yet it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. 100% delicious. Go to built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because well, they're incredible. They really are. All built bars are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits so go to built.com and use the promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your order that's promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com
2: now here's what you need to be locked on today
3: the utah jazz have changed their tune Let's see what i did it there after reportedly shutting down any trade talks involving Donovan Mitchell earlier this offseason, or, you know, like a week ago, rival executives now report the Jazz are willing to deal their superstar guard. Reports are also that the asking price is very steep, but the Jazz decided to listen to offers more intently after dealing Rudy Gobert to the Minnesota Timberwolves. When Jazz GM Justin Zanuck was asked if Mitchell was untouchable, he replied, Change is inevitable in the NBA. That seems very much like the nihilist Arby's account. Change is inevitable in the NBA. Eat Arby's. No free ads. Brittany Griner's wrongful detention in Russia has galvanized the sports world in support of the WNBA star's return to the United States. Los Angeles Lakers forward LeBron James has a question for Griner, though. I would be feeling like, do I even want to go back to America, James said. He said that in a trailer for the latest episode of his YouTube talk show. Last week, Griner's coach on the Phoenix Mercury, Vanessa Nygaard, evoked James's name in making a point about the country's slow response to the center's detainment. If I was LeBron, he'd be home, right? It's fair to wonder. I would think Griner would also want to be home. Milwaukee Bucks All-Star forward Chris Middleton underwent surgery to repair a torn ligament in his left wrist in early July and is expected to be fully recovered to return sometime near the start of the regular season. Middleton, who will turn 31 next month, averaged 20 points, five rebounds, and five assists in 66 games with Milwaukee last season. was selected to his third All-Star game. Middleton missed the final 10 games of the Milwaukee playoff run this past spring after suffering a sprain of his medial collateral ligament in his left knee in Game 2 of the Bucks' first-round series with the Chicago Bulls. And there are plenty of people who think, had Middleton been healthy, they might be the two-time defending NBA champion. And the Dodgers and Cardinals were locked in a back-and-forth struggle that somebody had to win.
5: Man, it's been a while. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. The Dodgers unfortunately lost this game to the Cardinals 7-6. to they were down six to one, mounted a furious comeback, had pulled within one run at six to five, had bases loaded nobody out. Unfortunately, Max Muncy, Hanser Alberto, and Cody Bellinger couldn't come through. Some dude named Packy Naughton, uh, that's not a real name. Some guy in witness protection plan named Packy Naughton uh, got those three guys out without allowing anybody to score with bases loaded nobody out. That kind of killed the momentum. Uh, David Price gave up a run, and then Freddie Freeman hit a home run in the top of the ninth, and the Dodgers kind of put up a fight in the ninth. But unfortunately, at the end of the day, the Dodgers lost this game. It's their second loss in the last 12, 13 games. I don't know. They they don't lose much these days. It's still no fun when they do. Uh, By checking out social media, a lot of concerns about uh, Dave Roberts uh, and his managing in this game, the choice to have Max Muncy pinch hit instead of Gavin Lux or Jake Lamb, or just leaving Trace Thompson up. Lots to talk about. Uh, we'll surely get into some of those Dave Roberts decisions on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Dodgers and uh, a bunch of other stuff. Mitch White's poor performance and uh, lots to talk about from this game. So make Locked On Dodgers your first listen.
2: Here is another story you need to know.
3: It's time to talk about the Open Championship and don't call it the British Open or Golf Heads. will get mad at you. It is the 150th Open Championship, and it happens to be playing at the cradle of golf St. Andrews. And guess what? Tiger Woods also happens to be playing. Our resident golf guru, Josh Neighbors, joins me now. And Josh, interestingly, um, I don't think anyone is surprised Tiger Woods not the favorite in this uh, 150th playing of the Open Championship, but Roy McElroy is the favorite. And that comes in a time when he has not won a major championship in almost a decade. Why is he the guy that the odds makers at bet online in particular, like in this matchup?
0: Well, I think it's because he's been playing well, especially majors this year, right? It's kind of the number one thing. It's a home game for him. Also, he is a big name. So those three things together will will kind of collide and allow you to have a guy like this be a favorite. I was actually I was doing a, a podcast earlier tonight in my locked on Big Twelve capacity and people were asking me, Hey, why is Texas a favorite to win the Big Twelve this year? Kind of up there. And, you know, you can say, look, like they've got a lot of talent, the conference is down and they're a big name. And so those those are things odd makers like because they'll generate a lot of a lot of money and and um, I think last time you and I talked, we kind of thought this was going to be the case, right? He was probably going to be the favorite heading into the Open Championship. Yeah. And, you know, his, his, game, his game suits this, this course very well. If he can keep the train on the tracks on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, we asked the Thursday earlier in the year. We got Thursday just the rest of the week. It feels like it's kind of trending this direction. So hoping Rory can get it done.
3: Part of the calculation in an open championship field is the weather because these courses in the United Kingdom are so dependent on the weather to be their defenses. A lot of these courses, if you don't get wind, if you don't get cold, if you don't get muck, if you don't get mire, all of a sudden it's a lot easier to score on these courses. The practice rounds we've seen this week, it's been 70s, it's been 80s. And if you go back to last year, Colin Morikawa won in pretty benign conditions last year. Uh, and so if that's what we're going to get this year, um, St. Andrews has 14 par fours. There's only two par fives, but there's drivable par fours. This is not a long, difficult course if the wind is not going to be up. If it's going to favor these birdie makers, who are some of the guys that you like to to make a run this, this week?
0: Yeah, so... You know, look at the weather right now. Like, if you go and check the weather, you know, you had mentioned this before. Thursday, 68 is, is going to be the high. It looks like there could be some rain. 52 is low, though. It's not, and that, that's not, like, that low. And, you know, you know, normally low temperature is your early, early, early morning hours. Uh, so, probably not going to be dealing with too much of that. Um, 70 the next day, 70 the next day, 74 on Sunday. Now, here's the thing about UK weather, Peter. Uh, you know, and I'm, look, I'm not, not reliable. Yeah. This is <laughs> like, this is, could we could, we, we might just throw this out. Like, you know, what, I, what I'm telling you could be completely wrong and not the forecast. So if we think it's going to be a course that you can go out there and attack, you can go out and you can get after. Well, I, I expect a lot of the big names to be up there. I think, um, I, I think because like the one thing about links golf is like, everything's pretty continuous. So, like, th- there's a lot of big fairways, a lot of big greens. So, there's a reason why I got, like, you, you and I talked about it before. Jordan Spieth is up there. Like, if, you know, if the guy gets hot with, with the flat iron, which has been a big if for him, like, it can it can go really, really well for him. If, if this guy, you know, this is the guy that we know can make 30 footers with ease when he's on fire. And so, that can kind of be a guy that gets going. I think Rory obviously is there. You know, I really want Xander Shoffley to break through good American, you know, a uh, great Ryder Cup players like he is a guy that needs to break through. I'm not sure about you, Peter. I didn't find his win last week too convincing, to be honest. So, you know, could he tried he... to give
3: that tournament away.
0: Yes, exactly. So I didn't find the win last week very convincing. So those guys at the top, the ones I'm looking at, obviously Tiger Woods, we're looking at if, if the, iron, you know, the Iron game is working, like I, I think it's not out of the possibility that he's in the mix. It's just how good is, is he going to be? And obviously, the thing that we're all going to watch, Peter, is the grouping of John Daly and Bryson DeChambeau. That's the must-watch television.
3: Josh has you covered on matters of conference realignment from Locked On Big 12 and what the Nationals are doing with Juan Soto on Locked On Nationals. You can catch those podcasts everywhere you get podcasts, including Odyssey. If you want to hear him talk golf, you have to keep it locked on Locked On Sports today. Coming up, Katie and Kyrie returning to Brooklyn would be a catastrophe.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
3: Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all of your gambling needs. Wednesday's slate of Major League Baseball has a few notables to look at. The Cardinals are hosting the Dodgers and are slight underdogs. BetOnline has the odds at plus 134 for St. Louis to get a dub. The Guardians are very slight. Home dogs to the White Sox. Bet Online has Cleveland plus 103 on the money line. And the Tigers have been on quite a skate and find themselves underdogs to the Royals on the road. BetOnline has the Tigers plus 104 to win BetOnline where the game starts. Kevin Durant waited until Kyrie Irving opted back into his deal to shock not only Nets fans, but the sports world by requesting a trade. Regardless of how long it takes for a deal to happen, it's clear that Katie doesn't have to go home, but he can't stay in Brooklyn. Sean Woodley from Lockdown Raptors points out
1: but if the nets are going to sit here and wait it out and potentially bring KD and Kyrie back like i don't know like it feels like a pretty good negotiating position for the raptors to be in because it bringing KD and Kyrie back to the nets this coming season sort of feels like inviting the clown from it over to your kid's birthday party like why would you invite that kind of toxic noxious awful vibes and like everything that they had last year in Brooklyn. Why would you invite that back with the added complication of, oh, these guys both want trades? Yes, KD is probably going to go hoop no matter what. That's what he does. I wouldn't want to bring Kyrie back, and it seems pretty difficult to figure out a deal for him right now unless the Lakers pony up all the picks they're going to have to attach to Russell Westbrook to make it happen. It just feels like the Nets are running out of options here, and unless some mystery team like the Pelicans or some other team with a really enticing package comes out of the woodwork and says, all right, let's do it. Let's go get Kevin Durant. Now,
3: look, I don't want to make this about Sean, who probably would love Kevin Durant in Toronto for the Raptors it's not about that Sean's a good guy I don't think he's making this argument out of a a self-serving desire to get Kevin Durant I think he's absolutely right it is a disaster for the Nets it's not a disaster because they wouldn't be good this season with Kevin Durant and Kyrie they would be it's a disaster because they would have set the house on fire and they would have done so getting the most minimal compensation they likely would have been able to get. Kevin Durant in a year probably worth less than he is worth right now. And Kyrie Irving, almost irrespective of what he does in a year, is going to be worth Less than he is right now. Even if he has a great season. He's going to be a free agent. Opting in means next year. He is a free agent. So. The Nets control over where he goes. They have some. But it's minimal. Getting all of that for a season. Where they're probably not better than the Celtics. They're probably not better than the Bucs. They might not even be better than the Sixers. And who knows what other moves could be made in the Eastern Conference to get other teams in the mix. The Miami Heat are certainly not out of this. And let's say they swing a trade for Donovan Mitchell. The Nets could be the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth. Best team in the East. And let's not forget where they were last year, albeit in a season where Kyrie Irving had to miss half the games because of COVID and and more than half for much of the season. So I guess if you're the Nets you're going, what are we what are we doing here? What are we trying to do? And if you're Brooklyn, I think the ultimate conclusion you come to is moving on. And I think they will try and play the Durant and Kyrie bluff game for as long as they possibly can. Hey, you're under contract. Either play or don't. But you're under contract. I think ultimately a team gets desperate enough to make them a deal they will accept. But is it something that lingers over this team? Potentially. And it could make what is already an ugly situation even worse. And finally, there are individual consequences being handed out in the war for the sport of golf. Bryson DeChambeau, who defected to the Live Invitational Series, just lost... His Bridgestone sponsorship deal. Players are flocking to the Saudi-backed circuit. I might be overstating it. Old, washed-up players are flocking to the lived Saudi-backed circuit for the guaranteed pay and no cuts to make it into tournaments. It is clear, though, that their bridges are being burned, whether they plan on it or not. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go make your favorite team's Locked On podcast your second listen. Coming up Thursday, why Title IX is boilerplate material only, at least right now. At least until tomorrow. Stay Locked On Sports today.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.